Welcome to Granite State Matters, the busy person's way to catch up with what's happening in Concord. Because the extremists are taking over the state house, And what you don't know can hurt you. So let's turn back the clock to March of 2020, Steve. We started out pretty well, didn't we? Yes. Uh, when COVID first hit, Governor Sununu gave himself emergency powers and declared a lockdown. He forced all but essential businesses to close. Health and Human Services could go investigate public events of more than 10 persons to ensure that masks were worn and social dis- distancing rules followed. Schools went remote. Cases were contact traced. Field hospitals were set up. All this was done with the help of physician representatives on the reopening task force. But Steve Boy, did those emergency measures and the lockdown mobilize those extremists? They protested at the state house and even marched in front of the governor's house, harassing him and his family. But the measures were working. We had among the lowest rates of infection and death. Elected surgeries were delayed. Healthcare retirees were asked to return to service. But we managed to keep up, and the National Guard assisted as vaccines became available. But COVID made life more difficult for those suffering from mental illness and addiction. Many of the treatment centers shut down and reduced services. This was just part of the public health cost of the complete shutdown. We simply lost track of many people, so statistics are incomplete. But caregivers report that the numbers suffering from mental illness increased. And even after the state reopened, staffing shortages were worse than pre-pandemic. Surgeries were being delayed and mental health suffered. But Steve, New Hampshire was handling COVID well at first. So what happened? Well, as people became vaccinated, the extremists doubled down. The state legislature became totally controlled by the GOP. And the governor ended the reopening task force, which had recommended reasonable precautions in various industries. They joined those refusing to be vaccinated and led the fight against mandates on vaccines, on masks, anywhere and everywhere. But as we described in episode four, it's not just local agitators. Outsiders were involved, too. Indeed, Americans for Prosperity came into New Hampshire and trained locals how to interrupt school board meetings to fight mask mandates. And as we also related In episode four, the governor capitulated to their demands and even stopped wearing a mask himself. So now we no longer trace, and the House Education Committee just recommended for passage a bill that forbids anyone, company, government, school, even senior centers, from mandating vaccines. So at this point, we're not following our own good example. Hospitals are over capacity. Staff spend hours searching for beds in other states. Infections are at their highest levels ever. Last Wednesday, deaths hit 22, including four under the age of 60. Yet all the governor is trying to do is increase hospital capacity. Steve, why do you think our policy has changed so dramatically? Well, we know that Governor Sununu wants to run for another term. And I guess he doesn't want an extremist from the Freedom Caucus primarying him from his right. So that means that he can't cross the group that created the most right-wing budget in a century, the group that believes individual freedom is more important than community health. So the upshot is Governor Sununu will continue to let the caucus extremists compromise public health here in New Hampshire. And you can follow our bi-weekly podcasts at your favorite podcast provider because the extremists are taking over the statehouse. And what you don't know can hurt you.